Welcome to the Gonzo Chronicles. I'm your host, Cyrus Alderwood, the official spokesman for Generation X. Stick around. It's going to get weird, as always. Hey, Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Gonzo Chronicles, the final episode of 2023. Today's uh, December 30th, one more day in the new year, so I thought I'd uh, record a quick show and uh, just ask all of my listeners out there, um, all two of you, <laughs> what, uh, what do you do on New Year's Eve, and do you make New Year's resolutions? I'd love to hear what some of the resolutions are out there. Uh, I'm actually going to post up on Facebook that same very question and see what, what comes back. I know the typical stuff, losing weight and getting in shape. And, of course, you know, we all fall out of the gym by the end of January. But, uh, you know, I'm not one for making New Year's resolutions. But this past year, uh, at starting 2023, I set a couple of goals. Just like, well, nothing really in the in the realm of the you know my professional life or anything like that or we're setting goals for the show because we just we just do this here to have fun but i did um set out a goal because you, you guys know i love to read and i read everything i get my hands on i wanted to read my goal was to read 40 books during the course of 2023 suffice it to say i blew through that list <laughs> that number and i'm i think i got up to as many as 47 now um a friend of mine asked me earlier today, and I, I said I think I got up to 43, but not, I'm, I'm up to 47. I just forgot to write a couple of them down. Because what I did at the very beginning of the year, I had a you know, brand new uh, one of those uh, yearly planners, and there was room in the back for some notes. So I wanted to check a couple of things. One, I wanted to keep track of the books that I read during the course of the year so I didn't forget. And two, I wanted to keep track of the movies that I'd watched. Because, you know, you pay for Netflix every month, and I just wanted to make sure I was using it enough to actually you know, see if it was worth continuing to keep it. So watching a couple, three movies a month or you know, a series or something like that you know, made it worth it. So I wrote down everything, and I can't believe how much time I spent watching Netflix or, or streaming movies or, or anything like that. So interestingly enough, I got out to the movies a handful of times this year. I actually got a couple of plays. I went to a couple of plays at the Barter Theater in Abingdon, Virginia. Uh, two Christmas plays, Miracle on 34th Street and I'll Be Home for Christmas. So kind of kind of cool. I hadn't been to a play since I was in grad school. And I think back then it was Three Blind Mice. And the only reason I went then is I was engaged to a girl who drugged me out to see it because I never really thought I'd like that sort of thing. But believe it or not, I kind of liked it. 
was fun. Yeah, it was a couple hours out. It wasn't a movie theater. and uh, But it was fun to watch this and to kind of see these people in their craft um, and doing it. was great, great acting. So I had a really great time. But I wanted to talk about some of the books that I read because I had a goal of hitting 40. I beat that goal, um, beat the piss out of it, which was great. I'm not going to set a goal for 2024 as the number of books I want to read because I'm going to read some different types of things. This year, I read a lot of, I don't want to say self-help books, but like personal improvement, um, business-oriented type stuff, things that you apply in, in your work life, your personal life, things like that. So I read quite a few of these things that are on some of the most recommended lists. And actually, I'm going to recommend a few of these things, too. And I wanted to go over some of the books that I've seen that I really like, or I've read that I really liked this year, and some of the movies and series that I watched that I really liked and would recommend too. So as you listen to this, if you're listening to this anywhere and you see the notes or comments section, if you have something that you've seen that was really good or, or that you thought other people would like, leave it in the comments section below or uh, you know, email me at cyrus.alderwood at gmail.com. We'll talk, I'll talk about it on one of the upcoming shows in the new year. Always looking for something good to read. Always looking for something good to watch. So, that being said, um, as far as fiction books, this was a year of Darcy Coates. And I've talked about her. We had this, actually uh, a friend of mine, Sheree, came on, and we talked about Darcy Coates' books this year on uh, one episode of the Gonzo Chronicles. And I've really enjoyed her work so much. She's actually one of my new favorite writers. i and I got turned on to her from Cherie, who had read one of her stories and said, you've got to read this. And it was in the horror genre, but it wasn't overbearing horror. It was really, really good. So it was kind of a fun horror, adventurous horror kind of story. And then she's written some other things that have just been, uh, one was like, I actually felt claustrophobic reading one of these books. And I'll get into that one here in a few minutes. But this was the year of Darcy Coates. If you're looking for a horror Somebody new that you maybe haven't read before. She's got a lot of books out there. Uh, young Australian lady. Uh, she actually just got a chance to come to America the first time this year and do a book signing in limited cities. None of them were near me, but she uh, nonetheless came over and did that. I follow her on Twitter, or X now, as it's called. And um, really just really impressed with her writing style, uh, the conversational way that it flows. And just, you know, she's one of those wildly creative people I've read in 20 years, honestly. So uh, if you're looking for that, the first book I read uh, this year, actually the very first book I read this year, was by Darcy Coates. It was called Gallows Hill. Probably one of the top 10 books I've read all year. Um, I would definitely throw that out there. Now, before the year even got really started, but in March, I read um, The Twisted Dead by Darcy Coates. And then in April, uh, The Haunting of Lee Harker by Darcy Coates. So I, I think I probably got through five or six of her books this year. Those are amazing books. But if you want to uh, go read the, um, if you want something to start off on her, The Twisted Dead, I think, was maybe the third or second book in a series that she had. Um, but go look The Twisted Dead up and then start from the beginning of that series. I think the fourth book comes out maybe next month. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. So I can't wait to, can't wait to read that. Uh, the motivation hacker by Nick winter, I thought was quite good. Uh, not that I need a lot of motivation. I'm pretty self-motivated, but sometimes 
you know, you, sometimes you just need to have that. It's like, you know, you you may be a Christian, but need to go to church once in a while, right? So uh, that was good. So also in January, I started off reading The Art of War by Sun Tzu. I've read that before, but I wanted to read it again. And then uh, a sci-fi book I listened to on Audible called We Are Legion, We Are Bob. And I forgot the guy who wrote it. Interesting sci-fi story, believe it or not. Um, it's worth sort of checking into if you like sci-fi. But I got to say, the probably the most recommended book, I, I, uh, the book I've recommended the most this year was The 5 A.M. Club. And this was, uh, again, nonfiction. It's about personal development. Um, now, I don't set my alarm at 5 a.m. every morning, but I tell you what, if I wake up and it's 5 a.m., my ass gets up now. Uh, it's It's all about how you... Start your day and own your day, and the, how the first hour is one of the most important parts of your day. But not just that, but how it, how you can set a tone and a pace that impacts your work, your work day, your goals, your relationships, uh, everything. It, it, it was a great story that was woven in with a lot of good, suggestive advice. Uh, and um, I recommend this highly. Recommend this to anybody that wants to read that. Um, right after that. I listened to on Audible, Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. Uh, I'm not one to listen to a lot of books or buy books or read books by celebrities that are autobiographical or just, yeah, or any, any, any books that they may be using to give advice. I don't listen to that from celebrities. This cat, however, lived a really interesting life. I learned a lot about him. I didn't know, but I learned a lot about, I guess, obstacles and how we approach those things in life just by some of the things that he had went through and some of the things that he had learned that he brought into this book that he had learned from others. So a really good book if you want to listen to it, Matthew McConaughey, Green Lights. Um, I'm a big sucker for Jack Kerouac. I like a lot of the beat writers, but, you know, sometimes it's, it's a, I guess I sort of run my course reading a lot of the beat writers a few years back because I was really into it there for a while, really intrigued by the by the style and the messaging and the kind of the bohemian lifestyle that Kerouac wrote about, especially on books like On the Road, and my favorite, uh, The Dharma Bums. But I happened to read one, I think it was his first book, and it was, or maybe it was his last book. Anyway, it was called The Sea is My Brother. I wasn't impressed. Like, you know, you can give Amazon a five-star rating, Compared to On the Road or Dharma Bombs, this was maybe a three out of a five at best. But you could see he was laying down a style for later writing. And it was kind of interesting just to, for me being a writer as well, just to kind of look and see how other writers in the past had grown. And that's one reason why on my Substack, when I post up things that I've written as far as uh, writing prompts, I don't, I just put it up raw. Don't do any edits. I want people to be able to see, hey, if this guy can write a good, captivating story and clean it up, I can do this too. So um, that was uh, that was an interesting book to read. Another very, <coughs> excuse me, influential guy. If you really have the wherewithal to hear the f bomb every twenty seconds, David Goggins. His second book was called Never Finished. I got through that this year. Uh, also by Joseph uh, Joseph Murphy, the power of your subconscious mind. Uh, that was that was pretty good. Um, 
I actually read a couple of westerns this year. To a Far Western Land by Carson McLeod was actually not that bad. Um, one Page Marketing Plan uh, was a, another nonfiction that I read. Here's a collection of short stories I think I've mentioned on here before, uh, but it was really good. It's called Moon Chasers by Ed Gorman. So definitely, uh, if you're looking for something to read, that might be worth checking out. Um, and then I read, let's see, Burn the Boats by Matt Higgins. That's another one that comes up on those um, business-type recommended books. You know, just, to, I guess, as far as like motivational or, you know, I guess not necessarily business strategy, but this sort of was. But, you know, if you look at all these books that these gurus put out there as their top recommended books, this is always in the top ten. I'd never read it. I decided to read it. It was actually pretty good. Uh, you want some nonfiction? You want some Stephen King? Yeah, I read Cycle of the Werewolf this year. That was really interesting because it was almost, if you haven't heard of this, because I've, I've asked some people, they've read it, and they're like, I've never even heard of this book. Cycle of the Werewolf by Stephen King is another version of Silver Bullet. And if you've seen that movie with, you know, Corey Haim and, um, you know, as a kid, this is an 80s film. Great movie. It comes on all the time in October near Halloween month. But this was told from a different perspective. This was told from the werewolf's perspective, in a way. It was really clever writing. I liked it, actually, really well. Um, Blood Meridian. I've brought this one up before. Um, Cormac McCarthy. What a brutal Western. But, damn, that guy's good. Uh, I listened to this one on Audible. I've got the book, and I've you know, read it before a long time ago, but... If you if you haven't heard, if you're thinking, oh, wait, who's Cormac McCarthy? Why do I know that name? He's a great Appalachian writer, but he's also the guy who wrote No Country for Old Men. And uh, so if you've, if you've seen that movie, um, and I think he also wrote The Road, that dystopian film that, uh, that they made based on a book, on his book. So that was really good. If you want to read that, if, if you're into the Westerns, check it out. I think I think everybody should read at least some Cormac McCarthy before they die. Uh, I read a book, um, Haunted House by J.A. Conrath. This was in August, and that was quite good. Uh, that's you know, another horror uh, novel. But uh, Hunted by Darcy Coates, that was another great one. One of the more influential nonfiction books that I read, you know, I mentioned The 5 a.m. Club, but The 12-Week Year by Brian Moran was actually really interesting to me. Uh, it reminded me of a strategy that, from a corporation I used to work for many years ago. But this is some kind of a strategy you could put in your own life, your personal goals, professional goals. Uh, if you're a business owner, this is definitely worth reading. Um, but uh, yeah, or if you have any kind of like yearly goals, anyway, whether it's fitness or you know relationships or traveling or whatever, whatever, if you have like a, something you're going to plan out for the year, read this book. It's actually really interesting how you break down the year into really interesting segments and improve, improve your productivity or, or whatever you're working on. Um, Joe Hill wrote a book called Lineage. I thought it was really, that was creepy, actually. If anybody gets a chance to read that, that's another one I recommend. Now, a lot of you may have... There's a documentary, a guy who does these documentaries called Ken Burns. And he did a documentary series on the Civil War. He did one on baseball, which I loved. But Ken Burns has done a lot of things. But there was a book he wrote called Jazz. 
And if anybody knows me, you know, I really love jazz music. That's the first thing I do when I get up in the morning. Hey, A-L-E-X-A, play jazz. That's how I ease into my day. Um, Ken Burns had a book called Jazz, and I listened to it on Audible. And uh, whoever the narrator was did an amazing job. This guy was just smooth as butter reading through this. But I learned so much about the history of music in America. It was it was really, um, this goes back to like late 1800s ragtime, and then how jazz became jazz, and how jazz morphed, you know, from, you know, I guess the differences between big band and jazz, and how jazz morphed over time, and how jazz was used as a selling point to promote Americana overseas in foreign countries. Really fascinating story of the history of jazz. Uh, so even if you, even if you're not a fan of jazz music, it's certainly a compelling story to listen to, so I would recommend that highly. Um, and a couple of others that I listened to on Audible, The Human Element and The Soul of the Indian. I found some really good free stuff on Audible since I'm a Prime member. And I found a lot of things that were pertinent to Native American literature and lore and also uh, Viking era. So my reading is going to take a, a little bit of a turn in the new year. I'm not going to be going through so many of these uh, self-improvement or those types of books or business improvement. I've read numerous, so many things, almost everything under the sun when it comes to that. But I'm going to focus a little bit more on learning more about American history, the Wild West, um, post-Civil War Americana. Um, there's so many stories out there. It's so fascinating. And I've talked about this on another podcast I have, but, you know, just... Under our feet, where we stand, there's so much history, even in our local towns and counties, that most of us just don't know. And that's sad. I find it incredibly sad. So I'm going to be doing a little bit more diving into history this year, uh, not just American, a little bit of world history and European history and uh, local history. Uh, there was another book that's about health and fitness called Super Life by Dan Olian. It was actually quite interesting. So that's where I stopped taking notes on how many I, how many books I've read. And I think I've gotten through three this month. And uh, if I, I've got about four hours left on one Audible book. I'm not probably going to get through that before the end of the year, but it's a good start to the beginning of the year to finish a book within the first week. So I'm going to ask, do you have a goal? How many books do you read a year or do you even focus on something like that? So what are you reading? I love this quote. Um, forgot who it was by, might, might have been Mark Twain, that the person who doesn't read has just every advantage as the person who can't. <laughs> so, yeah, folks, man, reading is so vital. I'm, I'm very passionate about reading, as you can tell. So pick up a good book. If, if, you're not, if you're not picking up one of mine, pick up something that you like, something that you're going to love, and get into it, man. Let me know what you're reading and uh, why you like it. Always leave comments on Amazon. And while I'm at it, let me just go ahead and whore out one of my books. If you want to start the year off right, want to read something fun and lighthearted, try Pot of Gold by Cyrus Alderwood um, or one of the Gonzo Chronicle books. If you're looking for something like a collection of short stories, uh, start with Dark Places or Bedtime Stories for the Terminally Afraid. If you want a political thriller, go to Revelation Calling. I'm actually, I'm almost finished with a new book I'm co-writing with somebody. I'm over 400 pages on this, so I have to wrap it up really soon, actually this month or within the next couple of weeks. But um, I'm going to be working on a new book, I think, in the new year, not just uh, Gonzo stuff, but all the writing prompts that I've been doing, 
I'm going to take a collection of about five or six of those. I'm going to punch them up a little bit, expand on them a little bit, and put a collection of short stories out there for folks to read. And hopefully you'll you'll enjoy these short stories. Some they're going to be just various genres. You're going to have like a little sci-fi, a little creepy stuff, some funny stuff, some really dramatic stuff, mystery thrillers. So stay tuned. There's going to be some really good stuff. I'm actually on week 26 now with the writing prompt challenge. And I've had one person stick with me every freaking week with it. Sheree, you're a rock star for that, I got to tell you. So um, everybody, uh, check out some of those books and let me know what you're reading. As far as the Netflix stuff this year. I actually saw a few really good ones I would highly recommend. Uh, I'm going to start out here in January. Uh, the Pale Blue Eye. That was about um, Edgar Allan Poe at a military academy back in the uh, 1800s. This is pre-Civil War stuff, obviously. Um, this was this good as well, obviously, way back with Edgar Allan Poe. But this is a, a really, it was a really great movie. And the guy who played Batman, I keep, um, I keep forgetting his name. I don't know why I forget his name. He's been in everything. But he was in it. Uh, another one that was really, really entertaining. It's fast-paced, and you have to pay attention. It's a lot of action. But Bullet Train, uh, go look that up on Netflix. And if you like those period pieces of World War II, Operation Mincemeat was excellent. Just really, really excellent. Um. In February, I watched that series Wednesday, uh, all of season one. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, that was a really fun series. So if you haven't seen that, definitely see it. Uh, Enola Holmes Part Two. If you're a friend of Stranger, if you're a fan of Stranger Things, uh, the girl who plays Eleven is actually in the series or this movie called Enola Holmes. And then they had to come out the Part Two because the first movie was so good. This is a kind of a Sherlock Holmes story. She's Sherlock Holmes' niece or little sister or something, but um, and she's quite the quite the spoof herself. So good, definitely check that out. I love those movies actually, both of them. Um, see what else did I see in March? I saw Oblivion. That was good. Uh, Chris Rock special, The Jesus Revolution. I went to the movie theater and saw that one. Uh, Luther, The Fallen Son. Wasn't impressed. Um. Ah, uh, here was a really great one I watched in uh, April. This was sort of set back in the seventies. It had John Travolta and um, uh, uh, Morgan Freeman, and this was called The Poison Rose. Excellent movie, folks. Definitely check that one out on on Netflix. Uh, Glass Onion, Knives Out was really good. Uh, in May, I saw Mile Twenty Two, Spiderhead, and I wasn't impressed with either one of those. Uh, Inside Man, wasn't impressed with that one. Lost Girls was kind of a tough story, tough movie to watch because it was based on a true story. Uh, in June, I watched The Last Laugh. That was freaking funny. Uh, that So I think that had, um, uh, I can see their names. Uh, Chevy Chase is one of them. Um, and I forgot the other actor, but it was really, really good. Check it out. I actually got around for the first time watching Land of the Lost. I've laughed my ass off and have watched that thing like two other times since. Um, the School for Good and Evil, that was actually a, a good movie. If you haven't seen that, um, that, that was actually really entertaining. And The Curse of Bridge Hollow is kind of cute. Um, let's see. Let's go to the next page. Uh, 
saw 28 Days Haunted. And that was okay. Um, yeah, that was, was okay. Then I saw uh, They'll Love Me When I'm Dead. That's a documentary on Orson Welles. Okay, he was weird. Um, but, you know, if, if you're an Orson Welles fan, it's, it's entertaining. Uh, a Trip to Infinity was okay. Um, I watched another documentary called Unknown, the James Webb Telescope documentary. That was actually quite good. September, I watched The Pope's Exorcist. Yeah, it wasn't, I don't know, it was okay. It took me a while to get into it, though. And then that month, I watched The, the Chosen, uh, all like, I think all three seasons of it. Uh, here was a really interesting documentary that I've talked ad nauseum about with people this year since I saw it in September. It's called Living to 100, Life in the Blue Zones. That's on Netflix. I think it's a four-part series. It's only like an hour long each, so it's not like you know, you're know you watching eight, ten hours, something. This guy's popped up all over uh, TV, too, uh, talking about what he did with his work in the blue zones, as it is. This is about all about health and longevity in life. I was fascinated with that with that uh, that show. Kodachrome was actually a pretty good, pretty good film. That was also on Netflix. So I would recommend that to anybody. Uh, Arrival was good. Uh, Ordinary Men is okay. Um, let's see what else did I watch. Uh, the Social Dilemma. I was, I really was kind of telling about social media. Um, they Shall Not Grow Old. That was a really good documentary. It's kind of touching. And then The Killer. I watched that. But I've watched some other things since then. That like there's there were some really good movies that I watched during the course of the year. Some series, and I've got a bunch of stuff on my uh, watch list now going into the new year. Have no idea when I'm gonna have time to watch all of it, but I'm gonna try to make some time. Um, but uh, yeah, what did you watch this year that uh, made an impact? What what movies have you seen? What did you recommend? Um, I thought it was a good idea just to keep a list of these things because if you'd ask me. Today, like, hey, what you watch this year? I might have remembered one or two things, but I can kind of go back and like, yeah, jar my memory. Like, yeah, I remember that. That was a good movie. Um, so I don't know. Maybe you might want to do something like that. Then you keep track of what you've read, keep track of what you've watched. It's a good, you know, it was kind of eye opening to me how much time I wasted in front of the TV. <laughs> but then again, you know, you get that weekly report on your cell phone that says your screen time went up or down based on whatever. Yeah, I'm going to try to get that down a lot this year, too. But, um, yeah, no New Year's resolutions here. Don't do those. Sometimes I'll, I'll set out some goals and see how I do. But, uh, yeah, I don't I don't need to fail resolutions like, like most people do, like I do all the time before. So just keep some simple goals. And, yeah, since it was something I love to do anyway, reading, I thought that would be a good idea to have a goal at least in some area that I know I'm going to be actively engaged all year and not like fighting to say, yeah, let's go to the gym three days, you know, three days a week and or four days a week. It's whether I mean, I should, but you know, if I set that goal, then I'm setting myself up for failure if I don't set those goals properly, but setting a goal with things that you love or like mixing those things you don't like with things that you love might be a pretty good idea in the new year. So what new year's resolutions do you have folks? Hopefully you'll hear this before. January 1st. If not, hope you have a great new year, everyone. Appreciate everyone tuning into the Gonzo Chronicles. Got some new things coming up in the year. We're going to be talking about a lot of weird conspiracy theories. 
We're going to talk about the Committee of 300. We're going to talk about Illuminati. We're going to talk about uh, Bilderbergs. We're going to talk about all kinds of interesting conspiracy theories. Yeah, we're going to get into some weird alien stuff and, and uh, government disclosure on that stuff and where, where the government's at on that front. Um, I've been talking to a, uh, an experiencer lately uh, that has started writing her own story, and it is fascinating. So we're going to get into a lot of cool stuff in the new year, some weird stuff, some cool stuff. But until then, everybody, cheers. Stay safe New Year's Eve. Have a great New Year's Eve. Hope everybody had a great Christmas. I'll see you on the other side.